last time on Dice Funk. I've just kind of been thinking a lot about how I'm kind of tired of always just killing people for somebody else. Nifix, who had been hoping to salvage at least some of this so that she could, you know, speak with Dead, apologize for this, uh, just turns around with the oar, struts that guitar, and, and turns Simon to literal dust. Once there was a slod named Babel, whose conduit split itself between the copies that were created when it was dismembered. Any parts of him which weren't destroyed were essentially their own single brain-celled organism, which has developed in a totally new way. Uh, this was Babel, but now it's his own person. A person whose only thought since their becoming their own person has been a hatred of King. It's nice to meet you, Pope. What's your favorite food? Using just the control of the, the, the water on both sides, we're going to go from Nifix kneeling to Glitter Gold, and it's slowly going to reverse. One's going to get up as the other goes down. Oh my god, and so you're going to make him kneel to you, and then you're going to step gonna, on him? I'm going to make him ste- kneel to me, and I'm going to step over and past him. Let's see what potential the conduit of pride has unlocked. Uh, I want to die a Gigantamax. Crit! I crit! I crit! 25! I crit! Well, if you're gonna kill her, there she is. Balls? (laughs) Did someone just say balls? What's happening? I thought Chris said balls, so then I said it. Balls? I said badabadoo. Where are the balls? You guys are just perverts. I mean, what kind of balls? (laughs) Yeah, Chris, what kind of balls? (laughs) I said nothing about balls. Who's gonna be brave and tell me what kind of balls? Y'all are just hearing things. (laughs) Are they smooth or are they hairy? Well, I guess that now that we're into this, they're a little bit of both, okay? It's kind of inconsistent patching when you get right down to it. I'm not proud of it, but hey, God made me this way. We haven't even made it a minute yet. (laughs) Sorry, taking a wild turn. (laughs) And now that I get down to it, there's a couple birthmarks I'm not proud of down there either, you know? We're going to talk about it on the podcast today? You can relate. So speaking of Chris's testicles, <laughs> what a wild ride this season has been. I was thinking, we talked before about how unlikely the whole Babel situation was with the t- taking the finger, bringing the finger to the office, dropping the finger, botching to grab the finger, etc. Like that, we could do this campaign a hundred times. It'd never happen that way again. Another very unlikely thing that occurred to me is the situation we find ourselves in at the beginning of this episode, which is Blake and Cordelia facing the woman of hurt because the only reason, you know, she's fake and are not mortally terrified of her is just because of a weird coincidence where Cordelia 
got herself out of the race and snuck up on her. <laughs> I, that wasn't even on purpose. It was I was like, oh, the pi- pineapple. And you're like, for real? And I was like, well, fuck, might as well. Exactly. But if that wouldn't have happened, who knows how the rest of the story would have played out? Because you would assume she was real. And she, she'd been, you know, spying on the party. She followed Nifix to Mechanis. She was at the race for some reason you don't really understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also know that King was killed by the Lady of Pain, but turns out the Lady of Pain is an imposter, so King was killed by the Woman of Hurt. Which, I mean, there's all these dangling threads which are just coming together in a, a very improbable way. So what we've learned is trust no bitch. That's a good way to think about it. So as the episode opens, uh, the Lady of Pain, or I'm going to call her the Woman of Hurt because we know she's an imposter, uh, descends from the sky. She's like a very tall feminine form. Her headdress is covered in blades. In fact, her, the shadow she casts is full of just whirring blades now because you you remember when Cordelia, you fought her, she summoned a, a dagger and jammed you with it because she's not the real Lady of Pain who can... Just do magic stuff, yeah. What's my current chestal situation? Your chestal situation? Yeah, isn't there, <laughs> haven't I just been stabbed? Well, you gigantamaxed, which involves stabbing yourself. Oh, that's right. Okay, I just thought she also got me, and I was like, damn, coming in already stabbed. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen, because we rolled initiative, and the Lady of Pain won, so... No! Uh, so let's just jump in. The initiative order is first up Woman of Hurt, uh, and she has a shadow full of whirring blades that she has summoned. Um, the Cloud of Daggers is the spell. You fill the air with spinning daggers in a cube five feet on, one, on each side, centered on a point you choose within range, which is her shadow, which has fallen over the crowd. Um, Abraham is, re- is retreating with the Athar, and... Uh, Barry, the Bariar, is retreating with the Doomguard. This is another interesting... Uh, unlikely thing, which is I was expecting this three-way fight in the street to like escalate and escalate and escalate and then finally the woman of hurt to show up but <laughs> Cordelia gigantamaxed and then crit <laughs> so it got so rowdy so fast there wasn't even a chance for like the sides to clash before she showed up to break it up so they're they're like retreating because oh my god the the, the lady of pain is here uh, Cordelia, you're going to take 44 damage from the cloud of daggers as it rolls over you I guess that's 10 damage, so it is oh. It is now 44, 16 at max. Uh, Blake, it's your turn. You specifically said you were like, standing off in a alley. Yep, and just out of the way, trying to not get into any shadows here, uh, just in case. And uh, I'm going to cast Confusion on the, uh, on, on the woman who hurt. All right, so that's a wisdom save. Uh-huh, against a 17. With advantage, so that's going to be 22. Oh, bummer. All right, so that does not does not play. All right, so Blake peeks out of the alley and throws up a confusion. The woman of pain just slices it as it flies towards her. Just with She's just summoning blades nonstop. I'm not going to keep saying it, but throughout this entire fight, she just keeps summoning blades. Uh, hey, Cordelia, it's your turn. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh no, the deadly Matthew McConaughey spell. She can't stop this. <laughs> no, I was doing, um, fuck. Hey, Outcast. Oh. All right, now ladies. Okay, I'm going to start with an Eldritch Blast, because why not? Uh, so that is... I shoot them at you. Oh no, one's a botch, but two hit! All right, so uh, you roll damage for two, and then I'll say that the third one goes wild and hits a Doomguard, a soldier. Oh, sorry, buddy. 
Uh, and Bar- Barry shoots you a look. It wasn't on purpose. About 17 damage. All right, 17 damage as you Eldritch Blast, the Woman of Hurt, who's now descending on the crowd. Um, everyone is extremely frightened. Um, even Camilla, who knows she's fake, is like instinctively pretty terrified just because it's one thing to know something's fake and it's another to like put your life on the line to prove it like a roller coaster right it's supposed to be safe weak sauce all right it is the woman of hurts turn again and she is going to drop this whole issue and let us take her into jail uh she's going to cast blade barrier which is exactly what it sounds like a huge uh barrier of blades she's just surrounded on all sides by spinning blades, and she's going to continue to advance on you. Um, I mean, I can fly when I'm giant, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to, like, fly backwards. <laughs> can I just back away? The wall is 100 feet long, 20 feet high, 5 feet thick, or a ringed wall. I'm, I'm going to do the ringed wall. It's 60 feet in diameter, 20 feet high, and 5 feet five feet thick and she's going to put the barrier all around you cordelia that's annoying blake it's your turn cordelia is now surrounded on all sides by spinning blades she's about to get blended wait is it a is it a dome or is it just like a, a cylinder a tube it didn't sound to me based on the description yeah like too it didn't sound to me based on the- it sounds like she could just fly right up out of it yeah, the the woman of her is like standing on the opening on top and with her shadow. So if you, Cordelia can try to escape, but she's going to run into more blades. That's a lot of blades. It is. That's a lot of blades. She, she loves them. All right. Um, They're like her children. All right. I'm gonna, we're gonna cloud kill inside uh, the uh, front at the at the tip of the Lady of Pain's mask as the focal point. Yeah, so this is a really good thing because Cordelia is immune to poison and Blake has the cufflinks, which means that even if he gets hurt, the cloud kill won't go away. Mm-hmm. This is their, their teamwork you guys have been working on all arc. Yeah. It was totally on purpose. We planned this. Synergy. <laughs> all right, so Blake uh, creates a giant cloud po- of poison, which also I think is obscuring. It is. It's a yellow-green fog. Interesting. All right, Cordelia, it's your turn. You're in a spinning tube of death, and now the area is filling with poison. Um, I would like to use Dispel Magic with my fan. So you're going to use the Metatron Feather fan to dispel whatever magic she's using. Correct. If possible. I would like to do that. Yeah, so the, the Woman of Hurt begins plummeting out of the air because you've dispelled the fly spell she was using. <laughs> Which is what happened last time when she hit the edge of the building and fell off. But now she's plummeting out of the air. In fact, I mean, you're, you're, you're tw- what, 20-something feet tall? Yeah. Can I just get a squeezer? So, yeah, why don't you make a dexterity uh, check to try to catch her? Um, oh, this is so fun. I never get to squeeze things. <laughs> you're not even a constrictor. <laughs> yeah, it's still nice. Uh, I rolled a 12. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Um, well, I guess she t- turned into sp- pasta sauce. Sorry. Splat. <laughs> <laughs> no, so she's falling, and I think you just lose her in the obscuring uh, cloud kill. Uh, so, Blake, roll damage for the cloud kill. Uh, Eight damage. 
Yeah, it could be better. Uh, but the so the, it's the Lady of Pain's turn. The way this works is so she spends her whole turn falling out of the air, and before she slams into the ground and becomes Ragu, she casts Fly again. But you've you've taken her turn, Cordelia. That is nice. I do like that. Thank you. Um, and so she's she's hovering a couple inches off the ground now. Um, but it's in the middle of this obscuring cloud kill, so the audience didn't see you expose her. Oh. Uh, it is Blake's turn. Blake, the the woman of hurt, is out of the cloud kill, and now she's in the the death column of blades with Cordelia. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now I'll charge up a moonbeam. All right, Cordelia, it's your turn. I'm gonna do cone of cold. Womp womp. Oops, she botched. Oh, she botched, huh? Yep. Oh, she botched. Huh? All right, so that's she botch, we botch. Sorry. Eight d eight. Forty. Nice. Yeah, you blast her full in the face with a cone of cold. It's very embarrassing for someone as regal and untouchable as the Lady of Pain to get just fucking like snowballed by a rowdy child. <laughs> that, oh god, she turns into a comical snowman briefly. <laughs> it turns her into Frosty. <laughs> she has. A- I think the audience, like the the mob, audibly gasps at the audacity. Uh, it is now the woman of hurt's turn, and she's going to turn to Cordelia, who just did a very disrespectful thing, and she's going to cast a spell you may have heard of. It's called Maze. I don't think I have heard of that, but I don't like the sound of it, unless it means corn. Is it going to be a nice cornfield? <laughs> yeah, yeah like cornfield maze. The corn. You run around in the corn. If you get lost, you can just push your way through the corn stalks. You banish a creature you can see into a labyrinthine demiplane. The target remains there for the duration or until it escapes the maze. Okay, well, what is that? Blake, before your eyes, you see the woman hurt raise her hand and Cordelia is blasted out of existence. Oh, there's no check? No. Oh. Oh, dear. This sends the mob into massacre mode. Like they're now they're trampling each other to death to get away because the maze it's maze time. Okay, what do I do? Let's go. Uh Cordelia, maze. you so you were you were a giant and you were standing in the middle of the street destroying buildings and uh, shooting ice at someone who stabbed you and then suddenly you're inside a giant labyrinth. Okay. <laughs> and that's all that's all that's happening to Cordelia for now. Blake, it's your turn. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) We're sure this is not, I mean. She would have killed us instantly. That's true. Yeah, Camilla, like, runs back to Blake and is like, um, Blake, we need you. Uh, okay. Also, she said, oh, fuck, and I don't think the real Lady of Pain ever swore. she's, She's taken some hits. So that's that's good, and I've been charging up the moonbeam. So we'll we'll drop that moonbeam. Oh, thirteen! I failed. Doesn't matter. Moonbeam gets her good. Okay, good. Fifteen. All right. So the damage isn't that great. Whereas the beam like descends from the sky and hits her in the center of this column of blades, but underneath her disguise things are changing because as we've noted before moonbeam has a secondary effect which is that it nullifies shape-shifting oh yeah so uh you see like her body change in size and 
so forth underneath her cloak and behind her mask she has like a werewolf transformation finally um nifix oh heck it's my time uh so when last we left you you uh, became the conduit of pride by going through the pride terrace in purgatory um you don't know what your powers are uh matilda tries to help you you know that scene in the first sam raimi spider-man yeah 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 you mean the worst one go go web web on fly i i feel like for nifix the the best way to figure out what powers she does or does not have now is to do so with practice to 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 not try and just solo work it out by herself so um I think Nifix is gonna put away the black jacket and get back out the the standard brand gamer jacket, a little less, little less goth, and go out and uh, find someone to spend some time with to to try and help her work out what's what's going on powers wise. Are we just gonna igno- acknowledge that Chris said Sam Raimi Spider Man was the worst? We all just agreed that that was a stupid thing to say. I sorry, I I was mistaken. I was mistaken. It's the second one that's the worst one. It goes- Whoa. It goes, Isn't it the third one where he no, does a little goth dance? No, it, the ranking goes three, one, two. How much of that ranking is based on the goth dance, I mean, Chris? I mean, considering I've created a character this season who basically went from oh my god, fun, fun hero with powers to goth. I'm like, I I can't judge Spider Man three anymore. <laughs> is there a scene of Nifix like white lady dancing down the street oh, doing finger guns at people like in all black? I think on her way back to her room to go change slightly out of the goth stuff and to to tone down the the depressive episode she's been having for a while. I think she I think there is the scene of her in the goth stuff, still in the goth <laughs> stuff, doing the Sam Raimi Spider Man dance as she walks back to her room. Well, that immediately makes this the best season we've ever done. <laughs> if you do the Sam Raimi Spider-Man dance on the way down the street, holy shit. Yeah. This is episode going to be called Sam Raimi Spider-Man dance. <laughs> um, okay, so. Oh, Lord. Netflix, you get all dressed up. You're feeling proud of yourself. You're feeling powerful. Uh, Matilda says to you that maybe the best way to figure out what your powers are aren't to just sit in a room and yeah. try to will them into existence, but perhaps to really to challenge someone who really brings the best out in view. So who do you go to test your powers out on? So I th- I think for Nifix wanting to test out test out all these powers, I think she wants someone who she doesn't have too much pre-existing uh history with, but that she knows is real real strong. Give her someone to like really push those new abilities out of her and I think I think that's going to have to be Lloyd. Okay, so also Lloyd is looking for you because King has encouraged him to take you on a date. So we can smash cut into the middle of the scene. What does this date look like? Oh, what what does a date with Lloyd look like? I mean, we're talking about Spider-Man. I'm immediately picturing that cafe they're sitting in front of the window, (laughs) the one that the car goes through. I mean, is that Lloyd's? I don't feel like that'd be Lloyd's jam. I mean, Lloyd doesn't know what he wants. That's why he's the conduit of perplexion. I I suppose so. Um, I'm I'm gonna suggest like an uh, like a I'm gonna suggest a gaming arcade because like there's lots of activities to do and like different genres of things happening. It's a very doing things oriented date. 
and only slightly, you know, centric on Nifix's, you know, I know what I like. Surely my date will like the same. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think Lloyd also would probably would want to try to play you in a fighting game because that's his thing. Yeah, exactly. Gives him a good opportunity to pro- prove he can be the best at things. Um, He seems like an activity date kind of guy. So I, I think we'll just start right in the middle of the date where Lloyd says... You know, I was a child soldier. <laughs> People tell me not to say that on dates, but um, I just think I'd be up front. Jesus. I I mean, I mean, I, I, I grew up in a place where the most exciting thing that happened was occasionally someone would accidentally drop the toast and it would land butter, butter side <laughs> up, even though they say it's always going to land butter side down. So like... Sure, why not? I will listen to your stories about child soldierhood. It sounds at least like there were stories to be had. Yeah, never, never a dull moment. Um, do you know where the word infantry comes from? Oh no! Is it is it because they're infants? I'm guessing. Yeah, it's exactly where it comes yeah. from. Because kids don't question orders. They don't have a a real great developed sense of right and wrong. It's ideal. I mean, makes sense. But I'm trying to put all that behind me. I have you met my niece, lemons. <laughs> I I like how you're trying to put it all behind you, and by put it all behind you, it's the first thing you bring up on a date. <laughs> I'm bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Sorry, I'm 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 just pulling your chain. Tell me, tell me about lemons. No, you know lemons. <laughs> I I I I know lime. I know lime. Yeah, that's what I call her. It's my my little name, my nickname for. Her. I'm I'm. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it is. Uh, Nipix is just here thinking, like, "Oh God, I thought I didn't have. I thought I didn't have my life together." Oh damn! Yeah, he's a big disaster. He's like, "Oh, do, do they have karaoke here? Do you want to do karaoke?" Oh God, what song does he do? Yeah, that's my question. Like, what's your genre? I am an anarchist. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. First, let's play. Let's play fight. Let's play uh, Road Warrior Two. I bet there is a game called Road. I was trying to do a Street Fighter thing, but I bet that just exists. Um, intelligence for you plus proficiency. Intelligence plus plus proficiency for for Road Puncher. I got twenty one. Damn, oh. Lloyd knows how to pl- use guile. Uh, twenty on the first roll. Twenty one beats twenty. Lloyd takes a match off you. Uh... Oh goodness! I, I'm I'm gonna say it is the child soldier in you that won that. That's that's you know unfair unfair advantage. Best two or three. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, let's see. I got sixteen. Uh, twenty four. Yep, you take the second match. Oh, I guess it was just beginner's luck then, huh? I I I I I don't know. I I think you've got the you've got the fight in you. I've got the gaming. I I. I think it's gonna be pretty back and forth. It's it's cool. It's cool. I I feel like I've gotten your your tactic now. At least part of it is I just don't have to be I have to just not be intimidated when you scream at the top of your lungs in the arcade about how you're the best. <laughs> well, I am number one, so I, I mean that is what you scream. <laughs> Alright, so for for everything, last round. Okay. Seventeen. Uh crit twenty-seven. <laughs> Jeebus. Yeah, okay. You've absolutely... I mean, you perfect him with a crit on this last one. He's like, oh, you let me win that first one. I, I mean, 
it's no fun taking someone a date and then beating them over and over and over. Well, I suppose that can be a fun first date, but it's not the first date I thought we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different kind of date when you ta- you beat somebody up on the first one. Yeah, um, that usually involves like establishing uh, safe words before you start. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what what's the funniest <laughs> safe word a cat could have, <laughs> like spray bottle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, dinner's not for another hour oh now you're just being mean to him Lloyd <laughs> says yeah you're pretty good at this but you know if we tried a different kind of contest I bet I could beat you I've been angling for someone to fight recently are you up for are you up for something that's more your uh, neck of the woods and some actual uh, fighting it's, I mean it sounds good do you think you want you want to catch these claws <laughs> I mean, I've not been feeling great recently, but I don't know what it is today. I am just feeling good about myself. All right, we'll do karaoke next time. Okay, but I do want to hear that very specific rendition you promised there. You, you, you've, you've written a check and I need to have it cashed. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's definitely a thing I'm going to do on this show. <laughs> that won't be terribly embarrassing. Um, so I think Lloyd wants to... What's the best... The ideal place to have like a sparring match, probably just like a destroyed um, city block, which is like taken down by fighting between the Doom Guard and the the believers. Uh, what what is it? That he's got sorry spear. Yeah, he's got the fly swatter, the spear that Cordelia made out of the mundane spear and fly juice. Okay, okay, I think I think I have an idea how Nifix is gonna start this off. I think. Is this how is this how gnomes flirt? Wait and see if it feels flirty until I've done it. <laughs> Maybe it'll feel flirty, we'll see. Alright, I mean you're up first. Uh I'm up first. Um Nifix is gonna attempt to start with um bloodbending, which is a, always a fun way to start something off, so uh give me that what is the the role? Nineteen. Uh nineteen that's gonna that's gonna hit my spell save DC, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Okay, he is not blood bent on the first turn. That is a, that is a shame because that's gonna that's gonna hold me back from my plan. Um, Nifix is gonna cast hypnotic pattern, so I'm gonna need another wisdom save from you. Nine. That's not gonna do it. Um. So turn one. Birds, 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 birds. Yeah, Nifix is is throwing all of the the wonderful, confusing things up in the air to keep him distracted for a minute. And wait, is it just the laser pointer? Yeah, yeah, laser pointer works. It's 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 one laser pointer just dotted around at the feet, back and forth, you know, a little bit. Um, and while while he's distracted, Nifix is going to. Sort of takes a second to to pace around, feeling nice and confident about the fact that that she's she's in control here. She's she's got a second to to start this off on a good foot. And normally this would be where she would polymorph because extra health, big big damage, um, a good way to get get some big hits in and not risk taking any. But I think when Nifix goes to transform into a T-Rex, instead 
she she channels that magic elsewhere and spawns in a T-Rex. So Nifix is standing there amidst the rubble, shining a laser pointer around that Lloyd is focusing on, and then suddenly a, just a T-Rex pops into existence? Yeah, I, th- I think that she's sort of um, unsure what she should be doing to activate her powers, and she's messing around, just taking a second on her phone, just tapping around, and I this this is the equivalent to popping some some data in, in command prompt. This is just... Uh, you know, T-Rex would be a good, oh, there's, there's a T-Rex, okay, okay, there we go. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like most of our listeners probably are familiar with video game console mm. commands. Yeah, this, this, this would be, I guess, spawn enemy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, specifically, it'd be like spawn, uh, T-Rex, you know. Dot exe. <laughs> it's not an executable, no. But yeah, is, I mean, is T Rex not an executable? <laughs> no, Laura, you're fitter. You're a video game journalist. You know that the enemy models are not executables. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Nifix is spawning in a T Rex. Uh, can, can I get my T Rex to attack on this turn? Um, so it becomes its own thing. So to yeah. Nifix, your complete mastery over the situation is like your complete. Uh, desired mastery over the the structure of the universe your pride to think you know how things should work it's almost like uh seeing the matrix code right Mm. and you are editing it there wasn't a t-rex there and now there is because you made that happen yep uh nifix is nifix is just making a t-rex happen now because that's how she wants it to be I actually think probably the, the the easier metaphor for people who aren't really into video games is just cheat codes. Yeah, that's essentially it. It's this is not a thing that is supposed to to exist here or is supposed to be happening. But press some buttons the right way, there's a T-Rex now. And so the T-Rex just charges at Lloyd. It has advantage cuz he's incapacitated from the laser and it's going to get 13, that's going to miss and 21 that's going to hit. So it just snaps him up in his jaws and starts crunching him. Crunch. Presumably the crunching will have knocked him out of hypnotic pattern. How does he seem? <laughs> yeah, that's how a hypnotic pattern works. So he's not dazed anymore, but he takes 12 damage as he's snapped up in the T-Rex jaws. How is he re- responding to ha- waking up in some T-Rex jaws? Call blimey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not messing around today. Oh, how do you do that? Um... I don't honestly know, but it's I, I'm I'm digging it. He uh, uses the fly swatter spear to open a door under him and falls through it because that's what it does. It opens like portals that were Gene the Demon Queen's main feature, and so he like teleports out of its mouth basically and into the rubble. But now he's facing down a T Rex, and you're just standing there watching this fight. Okay, okay, and this it's his turn. Yeah. Okay. A twenty-five and twenty-four. Lloyd is very strong. Okay, uh, so how how is flavor wise how is he attacking me before I respond to this? He's attacking the T Rex. Uh, he's attacking the T Rex. Um, yes, sorry. Uh, twenty four damage. He runs over and just plunges the spear through the leg of the T Rex. It's not dead, but this is the fight now. Right. So when it's my turn again, um, Nipix is once again going to try and. Uh, pull that blood bending so give me another check to see whether he uh avoids being held personed uh 22 he does wow just really lucky rolls he's 
everyone's really resistant to me uh, using their blood against them. <laughs> but it's fine. Nifis has got uh, other plans on, on, on mind. I feel like Nifix's biggest concern right now is don't let him stop, uh, don't let him get to and harm my big damage dealer. So you said that we're sort of fighting in some uh, in some rubble. Was that that right? Sort of abandoned area. Yeah, this the city block was like leveled by fighting from the beginning of the faction war. Realizing the sort of nature of of what her new power seems to be, Nifix is gonna run over and throw some you know some some rubble, maybe some brick brick or something. And attempt to start duplicating the brick to create something to protect the T-Rex. Yeah, like the cheese wheel exploit in Skyrim, where you can just suddenly spawn a hundred thousand cheeses and either crash the game or wreak massive havoc in a city. So you just, there's, okay, so Lloyd is fighting the T-Rex in the rubble and you're watching and you just look at a brick and you use the conduit of pride to duplicate it hundreds and hundreds of times to create barriers for Lloyd. Because the T-Rex can like, I guess, crane over them and bite at him, but he has to run around it. Yeah. He is he is not not as tall as many 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 brick walls. <laughs> Twenty four and nineteen, both of those hit. That's seventeen damage as the T Rex bites into Lloyd again. So Nifix, you showed up to the to this uh, you showed up to this duel with just a Guitar Hero controller, and now you've taken control of the coding of the world, the programming, and you're bending it to your will. Uh, Lloyd is going to attack. The T-Rex again, 19 and 12, only one of those hits. Uh, 13, that's pretty good. So Lloyd's holding his own against the T-Rex, but with you helping, it's not looking good. He might lose this. Uh, Nifix is going to make one more attempt to hold him in place. 13, he fails. Hooray! I finally successfully bloodbend someone. <laughs> I mean, you did to Garl Giller Gold last episode. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But I, I felt like he was more of a like a metaphysical manifestation of, of something I was supposed to be experiencing rather than an actual person. It's uh, not as satisfying to, to bloodbend a metaphor. <laughs> exactly! Have you ever, like, bent a metaphor to your will? It's not as satisfying. Every week, Laura. Every week. <laughs> well, must be nice for you knowing how to bend metaphors to your will. Uh, Nifix is going to start charging up Destructive Wave. So seven, he fails. You can Destructive his wave. I can Destructive his wave. Right, let me get let me get them numbers. Uh, 23 thunder damage. Uh, plus... Oh lord. Uh, 16 radiant damage. Yeah, and so you blast him back. And then he, I mean, he figures that actually, even though the T-Rex is huge and sharp, you're actually the bigger threat. And so he's going to try to run towards you, Nifix. Yeah, is he, is he prepping to take some kind of big swing at me? Yeah, in fact, he uses the, the fly swatter to teleport above you and then try to thrust down the fly swatter spear through you. I've got you now, Nifix, you cheeky wanker. <laughs> I, I think he explicitly doesn't have me. Um... Nifix is just going to let that pass right through her. Because the Conduit of Pride has a third ability in addition to duplicating items and spawning items, and that is... Uh, no clip. That thing that you might know from video games as walls, solid objects, never heard of them. I'm going to walk right through those. Oh, that's really cool. 
turn off collision with with solid objects. So this one is seems extremely powerful. The, it's a two way street though. Nothing can interact with you, but you can't interact with anything. So this yeah. you're completely harmless as well as invulnerable during this. But the fly swatter passes right through you as uh, Lloyd plunges into the ground triumphantly, and he's like, uh, now. Were you a ghost the whole time, Nifix? <laughs> not the whole time. Kind of right now. My T-Rex is not, though, so you're going to want to keep an eye on that. Yeah, I think as you say that, it just does that. You know, the Jurassic Park when the guy, the lawyer's on the toilet and the T-Rex just rips him up off the ground? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and does that and just starts shaking him, like, viciously. And Lloyd's like, all right, I give, I give. Oh, my soft tummy, please. Uh, Nipix, uh, dismisses the T-Rex and, and walks over to Lloyd and goes, I hope this wasn't a bit much for a first date. Yeah, so Lloyd, yeah, you, you despawn the T-Rex, it pops out of existence and Lloyd falls out of the sky, lands on the ground and you just walk over to his crumpled body and you're like, maybe we'll do this again. I, I, I think I think after the f- uh, before he leaves, Nifix is gonna like crack open a bottle of water or something just because oh big old fight duplicate it and hand him one to to leave with just uh, <laughs> just to be nice and suave about like oh yeah there you go treat tr- treat yourself uh, uh, rehydrate. Lloyd's <laughs> <laughs> like that's a whole lot of woman. <laughs> <laughs> whole lot of woman, very small package. What a flex though. Mm, clone water. I mean. After after a while of getting all depressed and feeling like she was incapable of anything, I think suddenly realizing she could do shit is gonna be a. She's she's having a good time. She feels competent. She feels competent. Just keep beating up Lloyd. <laughs> I think as Nifix walks away, the camera lingers on Lloyd, who has like this moment of like, oh my god, I actually found somebody who could take me in a fight, and then like. Oh god, if I'm not number one, then what am I? And just like staring at his hands. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. If you can't beat number one, date number one. Um, but yeah, so that basically we've established what Nifix's new conduit can do. She has three specific video game cheat code flavored abilities spawn, duplicate, and no clip. Yeah. And they are limited. She can only spawn one thing at a time or duplicate one thing at a time. If she tries to do another, the other one goes away. And no, no clip means she can't do interact with anything else. She can't do any damage. She can't stop anything else from happening. So it's a it's a, like a very powerful defensive maneuver, but completely shuts down her offense is the balance there. Mm. Cool. King went to Elysium, the neutral good plane, to try to find Babel. He found Pope, a purple slod who fucking hates him. Is he a new and the pope? Last... What? Is he a new pope? John Malkovich is so good in that show. Y'all should watch it. <laughs> I saw that you've been watching it. I love it so much. <laughs> All Austin never talks about it. He's like, hey, did you know about the new pope? <laughs> so excited. Yeah. I'm extremely excited. You know how I feel about popes. <laughs> you love them. What is your thing with popes? I don't know. <laughs> that makes no sense with any other part of your character. <laughs> I'm not a character I'm a person. I meant your character as a person. Like, oh, it builds character. God, what's wrong with you? You know words. 
It sounded like you were implying I have like fictional characterization that I need to stick to or be out of character. <laughs> no, it's just why would you love Pope? No, like you do have like a character. You're like kind of this like gloomy sad sack. Like that's an act, right? Oh my god! I just want to talk about yeah. The Pope. You're kind of like Joe from Digimon, kind of like a whiny nerd, but like you don't have the reliability <laughs> aspect to you. This is all a bit, right? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> King. King. Yes. Where we last left the adventure, you were standing in a grove in Elysium. Uh, Lancelot's there tied to a tree. <laughs> Pope is circling you. He has b- big blades on his arms. And he is, I mean, the, literally the last thing you said was, what's your favorite food? And to that, I think he's his answer is, he cuts you with his blades. Okie dokie. Fifteen. Uh, so I'm going to pull out my sword and I'm going to take a couple steps and I'm going to say, Hey, what's your conduit? And while I'm doing that, I'm going to, uh, listen to the way the metal breathes so I can slash through the metal chains, holding Lancelot to the tree. All right. Make an attack on the, the, the chain. I don't know if you heard me. I, I, I listened to the way the metal breathes so I can cut it. Yeah. You should listen to the way I talk. Damn! Yeah, but, I'm ma- but I'm making a One Piece reference. Cool. I'm making a roll the dice reference. <laughs> Why is everything a fight with you, kid, Chris? <laughs> uh, eighteen. Oh lordy. Um. Yeah. So you you slash into it because you have a uh, Lime's flaming great sword. So the acid she's added to the fire helps eat through the metal, and you start cutting Lancelot free. Uh, behind you, you hear Pope say to your question of his conduit. Revenge. That seems fun. What does it do? <laughs> oh, you'll find out. So do you play a lot of sports? <laughs> so you're not taking me seriously then, King. I am taking you seriously. I want to know more about you. And if you have some anger you need to get out, I want to let you get it out. It's healthy to release anger. Here's some things to know about me. You threw me off my mount in the Goddard Amaron Grand Prix, and I plummeted to my death. You remember that? No, I remember a blue slot that I threw off the mount. And I also told that slot to use the code word to escape, but it chose not to. Well, what about when your friends captured me, and then Nidhogg constricted me, and your other friend uh, went rooting through my mind as you stood there and watched? You remember that? What about when the human told the Nidhogg to crush me? Do you remember that? Did you watch me die? I don't remember. You were standing right there. I don't remember it happening. That's how little I meant to you. I don't think I've seen you before today. All of them were me. I don't think that's really how it is, is it? I felt everything they felt. Uh, I'm sorry. Your apology isn't going to uncrush my body. Yeah, but I could help you get back to the gym, and I could show you the proper lifting techniques, and it'll help you get your strength and core back. How about when your friend turned me to stone, and your last gesture was to ram your arm through my chest? Do you remember that? I remember dying in your arms. 
Uh, so you remember it being about you? I remember it being really sad because I couldn't figure out how to save you. Now, I know you don't remember what happened after that because you were gone, but let me fill you in. Your friend burned me to death. And I'll remind you, Slod have regeneration, so it wasn't a quick and painless death. She set me on fire over and over and over again. Oops. Well, that's bad. So at this point, Lancelot breaks free from his chains, and Pope turns to him and casts Banishment, sending him back to Sigil. Is Lancelot okay? He's fine. I didn't hurt him. He hasn't done anything to me. That's good, then. Why didn't you decide to live in here, in the really nice plane? Babel Prime sent us out into the universe to find diamonds to bring back the Proteans. Before all this happened, before you got involved, and this place was so nice, I never wanted to leave. It's a paradise. It's pretty nice here, yeah, you're right. It was the happiest I've ever felt. Being born into this cursed body, taken seriously by nobody, treated like a joke, having even the idea of regaining dignity vilified, and then you crushed and burned and mutilated me as I sat here in my paradise and I had to feel it all. But I like you the way you are. I'd like you if you changed. I'm going to guess you don't mean like a fun change like wearing hats. He slashes you again. 12 damage. Okie dokie. I'm changing you right now bit by bit. You aren't going to fight back? I don't want to fight my family. Yeah, you said you'd do anything for your family, right? Yeah. And I fought them once before and I didn't like it. We're going to find out how far you'd go for your family. So what do you like to do when you grow up? When I grow up, I want to visit your grave. That's nice. It shows you have family bonds. 11 damage. Do you have any hobbies? I do now, actually. Oh, what's that? Making... Scavenger hunts, I guess you'd say. That sounds like a fun hobby. You can do a lot of fun things with that. I heard there are these things called puzzle rooms that people do. I tried to do one, but I got locked in there for four hours. (laughs) They forgot about me when the lights closed. 14 damage. So you're not going to stop me. Why should I? Isn't this helping you? You only have so much blood, King. If it was for you, I'd give it all. i give everything for the people I care about. And I know that I've probably made some mistakes, but I want to do what I can to start making it better. You will give it all, King. But not yet. Just a little bit at a time. Fifteen? Mm-hmm. He's like circling you now with his, his blades like absolutely drenched in your blood. Have you ever considered picking up an instrument? 
Or maybe painting. So at this point, it's clear he's not interested in answering your questions and he is going to keep hurting you. So, Chris, are you okay with the consequences of not fighting back, knowing that if he drops you to zero, there's going to be consequence of that? If he wants to kill King, then it happens. So Pope cuts you again and again and again until you're too weak to stand. King, when you reach zero and you fall to your knees here in this grove, bleeding from all over, Pope stands over you. And he says, If you're willing to die for your family, why weren't you willing to kill the Furies to save me? Because I listened to people who I thought were smarter than me. I always thought I wasn't smart enough to solve problems on my own, so I listened to the people who say they know more. And I guess they really didn't. In a way, I'm going to give you a gift. You're finally going to be able to think for yourself. You're not going to have any other choice. I'm curious what kind of person it will make you. If it makes you happy... It's going to bring me so much joy. That's good then. I love you. And with that, Pope cuts King's hand off at the wrist. That's fun. Ow. (laughs) King falls back onto his back in the grove here, bleeding from his wrist stump. He specifically took the hand that was wearing the glove that Abraham gave to you. Okay. And Pope lightly, almost gently, steps down on the stump to stem the bleeding. And he says, you're not going to die here, King. You still have choices to make. But I do want this. Because families give each other gifts, right? Yeah, sure. And if you're going to be around, then you didn't know what your favorite food is so I can make it. (laughs) He like, he leans down, like still standing on your, your stump and he gets close to your face and says, shh, shh. It's okay, dad. Go to sleep. Shh. And darkness closes in on King. It's a real uh, upbeat episode. Hey, don't blame me. I Nithic's got a groove back this week. Well, that's true. Fair enough. Oh my god, she did. Nithic's did the Sam Raimi Spider-Man dance. I don't know what more you want in an upbeat episode. (laughs) Uh, Cordelia, it's your turn. You're in a maze. It's infinite in every direction as far as you can tell. The walls go up and up and up until infinity. You can't fly over them. Um, there's nothing in here. It's deadly silent. What do you do? Huh, that's a good question. It isn't, because I was going to read to you how you get out, but I just wanted some flavor first, so it's really not a question at all. I was going to start doing the snack thing with the, you know how they smell with their tongue? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just going to do that, like, all over the <laughs> walls and, like, the floor. I'm just, like, flopping around trying to figure out anything. 
All right, Cordelia starts tasting the walls, which is fun because the spell says the target can use its action to attempt to escape. When it does so, it makes a DC 20 intelligence check. So licking the walls does say intelligence to me. <laughs> so do you want me to roll that? <laughs> yeah, you have, to be tw- you have to be 20 on an intelligence check. You know, they used to warn us when I was a kid not to do this. Did they? Yeah. Oh, you probably came from somewhere where snow. Lead paint. I was going to say, yeah, you snow around with lead. Was it paint? I rolled an 11. Cordelia fails, and we cut away from her licking the walls futilely. You never know. Maybe there's mice juice left behind. Yeah, now it's back to the woman of Hurt's turn, and she turns and looks at you, Blake, who just hit her with a moonbeam. And Blake's just trying to keep his pants clean. (laughs) Pants? Pants or hands? Pants. Pants. <laughs> I was like, since when do you keep your hands clean? Well, yes, yeah, it's when have his hands ever been clean? <laughs> so as her, her body's like changing and you hear like bones are like cracking and moving and she's like rolling her shoulders. Uh, somebody takes a shot at her. Barry the Barriar has a magic bow and he fires an arrow made of darkness forged in the armory at her and hits her like through the eye socket. And she recoils. Barry's coming through for you guys. Um... And then the woman of Hurt, she's going to use a gust of wind spell behind him to throw him into the blades of this giant column of death. No, Barry. Aw, poor Barry. Swiggity swag. Oh, shit. Oh, she rolled pretty bad. Only 32 damage. So he bounces off rather than getting caught up in absolutely blended into a fine mist. So Barry's still alive. I was expecting her to kill him right there, but no, he's still good. He goes uh, crumpling to the ground, uh, slashed up very bad. But then the woman of hurt turns her attention to you, Blake. It's your turn. Oof. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, all right, so we're just going to do a big old fireball and just try just try and roast her real good. Uh, uh, 13? That's a fail. Yep, so you throw the fireball into the giant blender, which makes a fire tornado. Mm-hmm. It's like a hibachi. Oh, hibachi. Oh, God. Oh, one of my favorite memes of Baby Yoda <laughs> is uh, it's the look you get when they fire up the, the volcano at <laughs> the hibachi grill. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. All right, so fireball. 36 damage. Yeah, so Blake throws a fireball into the blades and it creates a fire tornado in the middle of the city. Anyone who wasn't rushing to see what was going on is now absolutely coming here because you've created a, a beacon that can be seen from like anywhere in the plane. It's just Ha-ha. a huge roaring uh, typhoon of flames. Uh, Cordelia, but you, can't, you cannot see this because you're in the maze. DC 20 intelligence check? 14. Nope. Cordelia, what else are you doing in here besides licking the walls? What if I just lay down and do nothing? <laughs> okay, yeah. that's That sounds like a 14 out of 20 to me. Well, I mean, you, I was doing the most, and so now I'm going to do the least. Uh-huh. And then we'll go towards the middle from there. <laughs> Fair enough. She takes the moonbeam? Yep. It's, it's constitution saving throw, by the way. Okay, so that's 17. Uh, that is the DC. Yeah. So, uh, half damage, uh, nine damage. All right. That's basically nothing. And she's already uh, lost her shape shifting behind her disguise. So nothing additional. Um, and it is her turn and she's going to blight you. 
Uh-oh. Ow. That's a constitution save. I don't like that. That's a 12. I'm probably gonna die. <laughs> no. Uh, that's 51 damage, Blake. Oh. Holy shit. Ow. That hurts. But we're still in this. All right. So this the, the vision of this is she's in the giant tornado of fire. She's being badly singed. It's not like she's immune to fire. But you can see her, like, silhouette hanging over you now. She's, like, floating up out of it as well because she can fly. And she's, like, leaving this tornado. And then she just focuses all of this death energy on you and is trying to murder you, Blake. Because you're the only one who's not f- terrified. Except for Barry, who's on the ground bleeding out. Barry. Mm. Yeah, Camille? <laughs> this is your fucking idea. Yeah, I mean, Camille has her sword. She's ready to fight, but she can't f- fly. Blake, it's your turn. The one fireball seemed to hurt, so we're we're going to do another one. Uh, hot knife tornado. 20. All right, so that's going to be... She is rolling incredibly. Yeah, it's she fucking is. Fucking stupid. I- I'm not happy about it if I'm if I'm being totally honest. At uh, least if we die here, it was very stupid. <laughs> very stupid. Uh, so that's what seventeen. Seventeen damage. Yep. So you throw another fireball. This time, though, she summons a bunch of blades in front and like slices through it. So she only takes like the explosion rather than the whole fireball. Cordelia, you've licked the walls and you've lain on the floor. Okay, I'm going to go to my mind palace. Okay. And try to think of if I know anything about this spell, which I don't because I rolled a seven. That was the worst Jesus. so far. That was the worst idea so far. <laughs> What's doing Your all mind my brain? palace is empty. Oh, yes, it's consumed with only mice now. Um, I think what uh, the woman of her does next is... Hmm. Kill Blake. Sucks my dick. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I was really hoping you'd pop out of there this time. I, 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 I thought about I was like, ooh, I'll just look up what that spell does. And then I was like, I can't. That's cheating. So I didn't. Uh, yeah, so actually the Woman of Hurt dispels the blades and the blade barrier that are creating the fire tornado. Like, in a way, it's, like going, it's going so fast. It's going like, you know, like a tornado around and around and around and around and around and she dispels it and suddenly blades and fire go shooting off in every direction. This isn't a specific spell. This is like a flavor I'm adding to an attack she's doing to you and to Barry and to Abraham and to Camilla, just fire and blades in every direction for having the sheer gall to do this to her. Roll dexterity to dodge fire and blades. Okay. I don't know what the fuck's going on today with these dice. If I'm honest, but a five, Sucks a lot. <laughs> it might be hard to track if you're a listener, but I've been rolling incredible and everyone else is rolling like dog shit. It just happens like that sometimes. Wow. I mean, it's... I blame oof. you, Austin. 18 damage. Okay. All right. You still alive? Clinging to life. How? Blake, this is it. It's your turn. You have a sword sticking out of your tummy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. She didn't do uh, moonbeam damage that... That action. Roll, yeah, roll moon, moon beam damage. I'll roll that in. Fuck, five damage? What is going on here? This is this is crazy. I rolled two ones on the damage. That's ridiculous. They're D10s. Blake, this is it. She's descending down on you. Oh, God. Uh, 
and I just have no, I can't tell. Uh, uh called. You think? It worked kind of for me. Didn't I do like 40 damage? All right. Yeah, we're going to Kona Cold. 22. I mean. Come on. God damn it. 20 damage. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I do, it would have been fucking awesome. I like this uh, this uh, vision of her descending from the sky, wreathed in blades. You're you're doing like a, basically a Kamehameha. You're charging up. Ah, whoosh, hit her with this ice beam, and she just pushes through it, stops like a couple inches from your face, and is looking down on you. And you're like, but I was one day from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I literally just came from my retirement party. Uh, Cordelia, you're still in the labyrinth. I would roll over a 20 if I were you. That's a pro tip. Um, uh, can I get advantage because... You get nothing best... and you will like it. Roll. Because my best friend senses are tingling. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I can tell he's like, oh, he's in danger. It's like twin senses. I get, maybe, if you had a good enough idea how to get out of the labyrinth, I could always award you inspiration, but I haven't heard anything good. How about you, Scott? Yeah? Yeah! I'm just gonna roll now, because I'm... God damn it! Okay, so Cordelia just starts yelling at the maze and calling it names and telling it to suck her dick. <laughs> that sounds about right, yeah. Alright, it is now the Lady of Pain's turn. Blake, do you have anything to say to her? Hmm. This is gonna hurt a lot, isn't it? She nods. Well, that's what you get for making friends. Uh, the Lady of Pain summons a cloud of daggers on you. Uh, eight damage. That's enough. All right. Blake is suddenly swarmed by daggers. You know the scarabs in The Mummy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are absolutely shredded. Um, And that's not good. Blake, you fall to the ground. Death saving throw on your turn. Yeah. Um. Eight. All right, first death saving throw for Blake is a failure. If he gets three, he dies forever. Bummer. Cordelia, you're stuck in the maze. <laughs> uh... You do get out for free after 60 failed attempts. Fuck off. <laughs> That's just true. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Hold on, I'm thinking. Think, think like a snake. How would a snake get out of here? Other than licking the walls. Um, just double checking. I think I'm going to use Minions of Chaos to conjure an Earth Elemental to maybe help me dig out. All right. So roll Intelligence with Advantage. Yay. I love an Advantage. God damn. An 8 and a 10. Yep. So you start digging and there's just more Labyrinth down there for now. And it is now uh, NPC's turn. Um... Anastasia rushes over to you, Blake. Oh, that's nice. I mean, you're coughing up your own yeah. innards. <laughs> so I don't know what you say. She's, she comes over to you and she says, she has Sylvester Stallone voice now, huh? <laughs> do it. Do it. I want to hear you do it. I, I don't have a Sylvester in the tank. You don't? It's Try. Easy. You just close one half of your mouth and talk, <laughs> talk like yeah, this, right? Every so often you get a little but then you get back down. <laughs> that was the dumbest. Thanks for the help, bud. 
<laughs> I can't even you're trying. Ta- no, you're talking out of your whole mouth. You gotta talk out of just one side. The other side is closed. You gotta enunciate a lot less good. You gotta be your uh, thank. Th- thanks for the help, I'm not giving into this peer pressure. Uh, Anastasia says, thanks for the help, Blake, because you, you're not technically a part of this faction, but you're doing this for Cordelia. And she says, I can save some of this pulpy mess that used to be your flesh, but not all of it. So what kind of uh, scars are you interested in Blake having from here on out? Destroying your mundane, featureless visage. Oh, no. Or... It could just be the top of his head, and he has to wear a hat all the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the lady scalped you. Yeah. That's brutal. That's gross. But Anastasia, we said, I think in like episode three or whenever she was introduced, uh, she is the conduit of resurrection. And we've never seen what that means. And now you do, which is when someone's dying, she can bring them back to full health. Oh, shit. Um, and the way she does that, she lays hands on you and suddenly she catches fire. She has red hair and red feathers on her wings, but she's like engulfed in flames, which crawl across her arms over to you. And then you are engulfed in fire. Oh which, shit. Which heals most of your wounds, but not all of it because your, your head situation is a little shorter than it used to be. Uh, but then Blake, uh, you have regained all of your hit points. But you keep the negative uh, effect, the consequence for being downed. That does okay. not get taken away. But you're like wreathed in fire, Blake. As if you just came like a bat out of hell. Okay. Um, and, and, and pain lady is where? She turned her back on you and she's about to kill Camilla, actually. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll uh, maybe do some, try and do something about that. I was, I was kind of committed to dying. Um, <laughs> committed to dying that was uh yeah well, that's what that's what i had planned for the rest of my day but uh uh well let's just go with the fire theme and uh and and send a fireball into her back all right yeah a, a disadvantage for me because she's not expecting this she thought you were dead as she, like you would yeah uh that's 12 oh, so that's, she fails that's good that's good i like it when they take all the damage Mm-hmm. It, it hasn't been happening that much lately. 34 damage. All right. So what happens is she cuts the top off your head, Blake. You you figure, well, this is it. What, did you have any thoughts as you're like going towards the light? I mean, I guess it's retirement. <laughs> oh, that's dark. And then Anastasia comes over and she does what she does best, which is resurrect you. And then you wreathed in flames, see the lady of pain bearing down on Camilla and you hit her with a fireball in the back, which is like, it also channels the fire around you. So it's just like a full on nuclear, you know, atomic Godzilla blast. And the lady of pain or the woman of hurt just goes up like as if she was covered in gasoline. And you know, underneath her disguise, her true identity is revealed and she doesn't want that right so as soon as she catches fire she's not dead she still has hp but she starts casting a spell to escape mm. cordelia it is your turn one final chance to escape the maze before the lady escapes uh. mm-hmm. if she does the the maze will disappear and you'll come out you just won't be able to, no, to participate I get her <laughs> <laughs> How dare she put me in a maze? It's extremely rude. Um, blah, 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 blah. 
I'm gonna try sacred flame on like the walls. You don't know. Maybe there's something flammable there. It doesn't cost any spell slots, so I'm just doing what I can. I guess. Yeah, I guess twenty roll D twenty plus six. I'll give you one extra for that. Wow, thanks. Ten! What is it tonight? Nothing. Cordelia, if if Blake wouldn't have come back from the dead, you'd be trapped in here for fucking ever. Yeah. Um, so then it rolls back it rolls back around to the woman of Hurt's turn. She finishes casting her spell and she's about to teleport out. At which point Camilla uh Dicks her black amber sword, which creates wounds that can never heal, uh, through the woman of Hurt's head. Dope. Uh, from the back, I think, because she turned around to face Blake. That's gruesome. Is it like a like a Vlad the Impaler kind of? It's pretty bad. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe through the back of the head and like out the eye socket. Oh, that's worse than I was thinking. Wow. And as that happens, Cordelia, you fall out of the sky. <laughs> Hello, it's just me, I'm back. The maze dissipates, um, and then the woman of hurt teleports away. Well, it don't like that. Uh, I'm going to just pretend that I've been wearing a fun beret this whole time. Mm-hmm. So I can give it to Blake, because he's missing the top of his head now. Yeah, so yeah, we'll come back and roleplay this in a second, because there's some conversations to be had. But the last scene is, the streets are absolutely destroyed with fire and blades, People are running and screaming. There's like alarms going off, like air raid sirens. But Anastasia and Camilla are fine. Blake's missing the top of his head, but he's like wreathed in magical fire as he just he saved the day. And then Camilla and then Cordelia just lands in the middle of the street. You did it. Yeah. And maybe I helped a little bit at the did, beginning. Did you help? I I I don't remember really anything after the top of my head coming off. No, I didn't help after that. I only helped in the beginning, and then I got stuck in the maze, and I tried to borrow my way out, and that didn't work, and I couldn't, you know, find any sense by leaking the walls. I was getting very worried. I'm very glad you're alive. Uh, yeah. Sorry about your noggin, though. Well, it's, um, that is deeply unsettling. It's a fun, uh, it's a fun new... Wait to challenge yourself fashion-wise. You know, I bet I'd look great in a fedora. No, no, you gotta wear a Homburg. <laughs> it's a kind of hat. Thank you for your assistance. Now Sigil sees how powerless the Lady of Pain is. The tide of war will now turn irrevocably in our favor. Whoever that imposter is, If they're not dead yet, they soon will be. Um, so Nifix. Oh, yeah! I know where we're going next. Uh, so I did not tell you what was guarding the Gallarhorn before you picked your conduit. I said to you... What would you be if you were going to get a new conduit? What kind of powers would you want? And you said you'd want to like hack the world, basically. Yeah, I I I decided on the idea of wanting to have my my cheat codes. And then in universe, I introduced the fact that the Gallarhorn was defended by a wall of uh, hail, a wall of fire, and a wall of lightning. And so the fact that you can no clip is not a solution you came up with to to answer my problem. It is no. a it's a coincidence. <laughs> That's very useful 
That's very helpful for the Netflix. new co- conduit I created. Accidentally turns out to be super good if you need the help of Nidhogs. Yeah, if you would have said, "I want my new conduit to be I can shoot lasers out of my butt or something," <laughs> I'd be like, "Okay, sure, knock yourself out. It's not going to help you, but it's your character." Wait a minute, I could have had butt lasers this whole time. Of course. Oh my new god. New character. I mean. Season 7, you could always ask for butt lasers. <laughs> okay, so Nifix, we rejoin your adventure. You're walking up the Bifrost, which is a bridge from the Material Plane to Asgard. Um, D&D calls it Eastgard with a Y for reasons which are unclear to me, but we're calling it Asgard. Um, and this, this rainbow bridge leads directly to uh, the Temple of Himdal, where the Gellerhorn is kept. Love a horn. So this is the road that at some point is going to try and kill me with all of the murder. What? No, it was the... Was the uh, I apologize, am I jumping ahead? Wasn't the whole deal with this that, that to go get the horn, I've got to go down murder, a big ever, lasers and everything's trying to kill me road? Oh yeah, there's there yeah, there's a bunch of uh, barriers up by the temple, but the Bifrost itself is just a rainbow road like Mario Kart. Okay, no worries. I, I I'm jumping ahead of myself. Yeah, so I mean we're almost there, but as you're walking, um I think you hear Tragedy's voice. Uh she's talking to you as you're making this long trek, and she says We're almost there, Nifix. You did it. After what feels like forever doing things that other people told me to do and not being very good at them and beating myself up at, uh, over not being great at things that weren't the thing that I wanted to do. This feels almost too easy. And, I mean, I'm not upset about that. It's it's good to feel not only competent, but to feel good at something again. It's just not something I've felt in a while. It's nice. Well, it's not over. After you blow the horn, there's going to be a never-ending tide of people knocking down your door to try to get the horn back and call the Nidhogs off. I mean, I'm not worried about them stopping the Nidhogs. Because they're Nidhogs. They're fine. (laughs) They're going to be fine. And me? They can't lay a finger on me. Yeah, I think that's the last thing you say as you approach the end of the Bifrost and you see the the raging storm around the temple. Uh, There's like hail the size of minivans falling, an an endless storm of fire and just lightning, uh, just impenetrable walls of lightning. And there's uh, guards here, elves and dwarves guarding this because, I mean, the Bifrost is like a is a frequently used path from the inner to the outer planes so they're here to say like you know no flash photography please (laughs) it would not you can't go past this point the yellow lines are for your own safety yeah nifix nifix just uh activates no clip and just just doesn't break stride (laughs) ma'am ma'am please stop Uh, i don't think so no no i'm I'm good uh they try to tackle you and just fly through you and into each other (laughs) Uh is 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 that all the stopping me you're gonna do? Cause if not, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I mean, one of the guards like picks up as like a magical item he has with him and says into it like, "We need backup here. We got some kind of ghost situation." <laughs> uh, Nifix just turns around to them and goes, 
<laughs> and, and just walks backwards just she's loving this <laughs> yeah so the first wall is the hail each piece enough to kill you if you were corporeal and you just walk through it and then there's the wall of fire and you just walk through it <laughs> and then there's oh the... this could have been a real challenge huh yeah i was thinking of you know in final fantasy 10 you have to dodge like 200 lightning strikes to get the best weapon yeah it was like that, but if you fail, you die. <laughs> I mean, Forever. I I feel like when that conduit of challenge was set up, I I feel like this was this was thought to be a much more impossible task than uh, Nifix is making it look. <laughs> yeah, Nifix is very good. I mean, that's why she went through the whole very difficult emotional journey, killing Simon and going through the terrace and stuff. It wasn't easy, but in hindsight, it's like now that you have the power, you you're untouchable. Literally. Um, and so you walk through the, the wall of lightning and into the temple, and there's a, like a dais with the horn on top of it. I don't know if you've ever seen the Galar horn. It would be from like a mythically large bowl, and it's like curls uh, really drastically. It's like taller than you are. Yeah. So I getting here was easy. I'm now recognizing two issues. One, this thing's real big. <laughs> B... To interact with this horn, I'm going to have to be not no clip for a sec. <laughs> How immediately dangerous is it around the horn? Like, is is it, ah, you've made it past all the security measures. The horn itself, you're fine next to the horn. I mean, I th- you're still in the eye of all of this lightning and fire and ice, so I think it's it's not safe. But yeah, you, all you have to do is no turn no clip off for a second, grab it, and turn it back on. Nifix is going to attempt to very, very quickly un-no-clip, enlarge herself, grab the horn, and re-no-clip. Okay, when you do that, you are struck by lightning. Uh, how bad that lightning? Uh, 28 damage. Ooh. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still good. I'm still good, and I have the horn now, right? Yeah, so, like, lightning courses through you. You're, like, getting shocked to death. You suddenly double in size, grab the horn, and... Go back into no clip. Yep, that is that is the plan. <laughs> All right, so you're like your hoodie's scorched and you're like smoking, and then you head back into the the storm. Uh, yep. Nifix is literally just gonna confidently walk back with that horn. Uh, as you emerge from the the firestorm, you see there are like two dozen guards armed and waiting. Um. Considering Nifix and the horn are no-clipped, can Nifix blow the horn now, or does Nifix need to be near the tree to do that? Um, you can't. You can't blow the horn. You can't interact with anything while you're no-clipped. Okay, I can't interact with other no-clipped things. You can't okay. interact with anything at all. Okay. Well, in that case, Nifix just is gonna walk walk through that 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 waiting wall of people. Yeah, and they're gonna walk with you because. You're going to have to become corporeal to interact with a portal to escape, and they're going to jump you. Uh. And so you begin trailing a, a retinue of dozens of security officers, and they're all armed. Uh, as, as Nifix is sort of getting closer to where she's going to have to re-solidify, uh, she's going to spawn in a giant ape. In the hopes that that can create something to fight off this crowd and give her time to no clip and get out of here. 
<clears throat> so to spawn, you have to un clip. So you're going to immediately take damage as all of them attack you. Yep. Yep. Okay, so you un clip and you spawn an ape and you immediately take... Let's see here. Uh, dexterity saving throw. Uh, Dexterity. Okay, I'm all right at that. Come on, give me a good roll. Uh, 20. Uh, you take six, da- six damage as uh, they begin shooting bolts at you. The ape takes a couple... Um, but they're all, they're still surrounding you. You have to get through them and be, remain corporeal to touch the portal to escape. Uh, Nipix is going to try and cast Hypnotic Pattern in the other direction. Wisdom save to nullify the people standing in her way. Uh, 13. You get some of them, but not all of them. Okay. Uh, how, how, how big of a problem have I got still? There's still like a dozen people, and they're gonna sh- they're gonna shoot you full of arrows. Okay, Nifix is gonna use duplicate object and spawn thousands and thousands and thousands of copies of one of their bows just to try and bury them in bows so that she can just <laughs> climb over the mountain of but kind of inconvenience buried people. I think it like clogs up the bifrost and you just have to walk through it, but they can't see you because you're in a giant mound of hundreds of bows. Yeah, that is a good call. I can no clip walk through it and I'll no clip again. Yeah. And so you just swim through a, a sea of bows as people are torn apart by a ape, mesmerized by a hypnotic pattern, or buried under the copies of the bows. That that'll do it. And so Nifix makes it to the portal and escapes. Where does she go? I think Nifix heads back to Bytopia. I think it's where all of this started, and I think it's where she wants to try and end it. All right, yeah. So the Galar horn is a magical horn, which, when blown, can be heard on every plane of existence, no matter how far. It's not the actual sound waves. It's a magical effect that it has. So no matter where you blow it, the Nidhogs will hear you. So you go back to Bytopia. I mean, you told Garl Glittergold that you didn't have the context and the contrast to appreciate it before. Do you now? I think that right now Nifix is still too focused on the end goal. I think she maybe can't see the forest for the trees. There probably was a time not long ago she would have really enjoyed just being back here, but that didn't really feel like an option at the time, and it maybe doesn't feel like an option yet. It feels like she's still got stuff to do. What is she doing? Nifix is going to set up a live stream for the first time since dying. And she is going to broadcast back out to the world. Hey, everyone. It's been a while. I know many of you may have heard the news that I died. That, that, that shit sucked. Not gonna recommend it. But, um, back. And I'm not necessarily the Nifix that I was last time I streamed to y'all. I've seen a lot of things, and I've done a lot of things while I've been gone. A lot of them I wasn't really suited for. But I hope you're ready to see. I'm taking things back into my hands. And I'm doing something that I think I'm good at. And something that I think I can do. 
and she blows the horn. And so on every plane of existence, a powerful note rings out. And all the Nidhogs immediately get to work. Meanwhile, King is awoken by the sound of a distant, powerful trumpet. Five more minutes. (laughs) (laughs) King, you're still laying in the field, crusted with your own blood. You have one hand, which my suggestion for the uh, debility is having your strength score. Okay. Uh, so that's that's where you are. You sit up in this field in Elysium, and everyone's gone. All right. Uh, is my sword still there? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna grab my sword and start heading back. Yeah. Uh, so make a wisdom saving throw to to resist the easy beauty and simplicity of this world and to just sit here and enjoy it. Uh, 16. Yep. You're looking for 10. 16 is enough. You know, you got to go back. Okay. And so you go back through the portal and into sigil and it is a a big mess. (laughs) Uh, the lady of pain, uh, absolutely destroyed the entire town square. Uh, skirmishes have been crushing city blocks for weeks. Uh, the war is in full swing. Now, where do you go? home all right you go home um and you see in the yard uh balthazar the polar bear is playing or actually i think he's scrubbing uh duke laserton the hippo what a silly name for a hippo yeah who did that (laughs) (laughs) hey daddy what's up daddy hey balthazar how are you good you have a good trip it could have gone better yeah, I think you, let me roll perception to see if he notices your hand. Nine, he does not. He says, <laughs> yes. sounds good, man. Scrubbing up the the hippo. You know how it is. <laughs> is Lime inside? What do you mean? You just, you just took her. Oh, no. I need you to tell me everything that just happened. What, what do you mean, man? You're like 20 minutes ago. You, you said you were taking Lime on a field trip or something? Play date? It was, it was play date. That's what, that's what it was. That wasn't me. I mean, you had the glove and everything, man. Oh, no! Yeah, well, I don't have the glove now because my hand got cut off. Oh, cheese and crackers. <laughs> now he notices. Damn, that sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I need to know where they went. I don't know. You, didn't, you just said you were taking her on a play date and you left. What direction did I go? I wasn't looking. I was scrubbing the hippo. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if I need to talk to an NPC or if I just follow my dad instincts. I would roll. Yeah. Roll to search the, the scene. Maybe you have insight out the ass. I got a 10 to search the scene. Uh, okay. So, King- oh, wait, no, sorry. Uh, that's an eight. <laughs> okay. So King, you run inside to, to, to see what happened in your house. Um, nothing seems obviously disturbed. You run into Lime's room, and I need you to make a constitution check. 23. That's good, because when you look into Lime's bed, you see bones? Uh-oh. And if you had failed that, you would immediately have vomited. Um, but since you got a 23, you hold yourself together, and you recognize these are not Lime's bones. In fact, they are yours. Oh. 
Pope ate the flesh off your hand and put the arranged your bones in Lime's bed in the shape of your hand. Well, I gotta scoop those up. But uh, with an eight on the searching the scene, you do not see anything pointing you to to Pope. Hey, Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Can you help? <laughs> yeah, sure, Daddy-O. What do you need? I need to find clues. <laughs> but unfortunately, I have a natural feature to roll with disadvantage every time I try to do something smart. <laughs> Listen, man. If, if Lime's missing, I think it's time to call in the backup. We need to get the rest of the team. Who's that? Goddamn, cold. <laughs> You mean the other kids? Wow. Wow. You mean the hippo? Wow. I don't think he can fight. (laughs) Hippos are so dangerous. What are you talking about? He just likes to eat grass and then watermelons. And people with their jaws of power. Okay, so the last major arc of the season is going to be the team coming back together for one final mission. To try to save Lime from Pope. You and your Popes, man. Is there a way for me to pray? I'm a shapeshifter at Post Masquerade, hiding both face and mind. I'm free for you to draw. I'm a shapeshifter, have no face to show. Please don't take off my mask, my disguise. Credits! January 2020 executive producers for Dice Funk. Let's just get in there. Let's just get messy in this new year. What's- Joseph Tombrello! <laughs> it can't get any worse. So, Extellaris. Jade, slit the sheet, the sheet. Fuck. Jade, oh, slit the sheet, the sheet she slid upon the slitted sheet. She's. Jade, why, are you, why would you hurt us? What have we done to you? I did pretty good the second time. Mm-hmm. Brent, still every episode of Dice Funk, Goatly. Devin, conduit of evolution. Evelician. John Madera, conduit of caramel lattes. Rob Dakin. Ah! <laughs> oh, I see. No, you it's, it's fucking, always sunny. You fucking idiot! I didn't read ahead. I'm trying. I don't want to spoil myself. It's ah, fighter of Rob Nightkin. Ah. Okay. Paul Mullen. Allison the Purple. Emily, conduit of a Dynamax Yamper. <gasps> Imagine this little butt <laughs> heart. It's so big. <laughs> Christman getting wasted on his own blood wine. It's it's not Go! a ah! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe save that one for Easter. Hoshirakuru fighting the New Year's new me for dominance. That's one way to establish it. <laughs> Andrew Grothin. Dr. Goatman. Festive Jamie is probably stressing over gifts as you speak. No gifts in this year. 2020, no gifts. That's Fuck the... off, Francois V. He John Master. Hell yeah, he cloaca. 
Oh boy! Oh, okay. you get the next one. Get the next one. No, I, why couldn't I have had hell yeah eat cloaca? <laughs> Hold up, my dildo just fall out, fall out, fell out. Where is it? Okay, found it. Still good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I'll edit this out. But my my first joke that popped in my head was that is that a quote from one of the things you sell online? It's really not. But check out my content. Mm-hmm. Nephis Dissidia, a lonely gay sheep. Random conduit of would you like a hug? Sternod. Vinny, conduit of new year, old dicks. <laughs> no, in the new year, it's only new dicks. Old dicks. Z23619. <laughs> Kevin Dobbins. A gambling pig is turning 35. God save my hammy <laughs> knees. Damn, that's a big mood. Uh, Anthony, patron Adora. Oh god, I'm gonna be 30 this year. It just hit me, like, pretty hard. Really? Already? It's 2020. I always forget how much older than me you are. It's like a year and a half. Not enough. <laughs> Anthony, patron of Dora. Did you do that one already? I what did, you fuck. Mention? Morgan Rapp, Haley Anderson, Pinko Sock. Jesus, Philip Busman. <laughs> Sheev, talking shit on a tubular floating crane. <laughs> Tis I, Zedster. 2020, year of the, parentheses, art, parentheses, out of parentheses, rat, and then back in parentheses, girl. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure if that's how I wanted you to read it, but yes, Year of the Rat and Rat Girl. Reese from season four, mm-hmm. 69, Spoopy 420, Sean by Lauren's Ludes. Yes. A montage of Gotham the Fix staring out into the rain. Mm-hmm. If this was a visual medium, that would we just have a whole episode of just that. Yeah. A non-horny gift for Austin. And a very horny one for the goblin. <laughs> a werewolf with the Chinese New Year in his hand. Triple <laughs> A Isaac, conduit of Linux, mascot Tux the Penguin. Are so you first, a fan of Tux the Penguin? I am. I've never really used Linux, but I do enjoy penguins, and I also enjoy the strate- strategy of putting three A's in front of your name so you go to the top of the Also, section. Tux the Penguin, I don't know if this is what you meant, Isaac, but Tux is a penguin from Animal Crossing, and he's a f- big fan of himself. He's also the mascot of Linux, as the name implies. Oh. Aaron Norgard. I guess that makes sense, huh? Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Aftershock. Did you forget how to read because you were so excited about the voice? Yeah. Aftershock, future chapter head of the Satanic Temple, Nebraska. Agent Hedgepiggle. <laughs> Aggressively weeping and eating ramen. Is that you? Yeah. AJ Conduit of Hmm North. <laughs> Aki Savalainen. Alex Oprah. Andrew Andrew Birmingham. 2020, already a bad year for us speaking the English language. (laughs) Andrew Feggy, conduit of eyeballs in the fruitcake itself. Nobody would know. They'd be like, this is that weird candied fruit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. Antonio, conduit of snacks. Arachnivolt, New Year, same plans for Planetary Spider Conquest. They do work harder than us. They deserve it. <laughs> yeah, spiders are out there hustling. Archduke Archibald, the huggable of cactus. Ariadne, resolving vengeance on Theseus 2020. All right, Greek mythology, deep cut. We like we like it here, Ariadne. <laughs> Arjan Deconic. Ash, the gayest bitch in the Midwest. Hell yeah. Austin Kordsky, conduit of best boy itself. Austin, New Year, mm. more Skeksis voice. Isaac, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Becky 
see, this is embarrassing because I talked to Becky. I don't know if it's Toothill or Toothill still. <laughs> I'm assuming she's British because all Lauren's fr- Laura's friends are. So just maybe roll it together in an accent. Property of Janiac. <laughs> Yeah. No, you have to try. I, no. They need the content. You do it. You make the accent, bitch. <laughs> Becky, too ill, property of Janiac. <laughs> BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. Why do I keep yelling? I don't know. B Ray Echo. Before we continue, I gotta say, I got tiny slimy nips. I think this is the first time you've got that one, because I'm always thinking about my nips every time we do this. <laughs> Big challenges. Big time Getty Lee, member of Big Time Rush. Blackstone Morgan. Hey, I know him. He's a good friend of mine. He's only a lit... And then it cuts off, but they're trying to pretend like they're our friend, which is fraud. Blue... <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know all my friends. That's true. Blue six. Bonus. Or is it bones? <laughs> I thought time. maybe we were going to get away with it once. Nope. Brady, conduit of spooky, scary skeletons. Bras, oh my lord. <laughs> Take that. Brasalalia catalalia? No, hold on. I bet that's actually words, but I just, can't. Just keep going. It's fine. Cute lady, Christmas, Christmas candy, conduit of orchids. Is Christmas candy a specific, like candy canes? I don't know. Okay. Reese's peanut butter trees. Bro Jimbo! Damn, that's a good name. Brojimbo. Brojimbo. Callum, hey, thanks for your excellent work. Turner. Cameron Abbas. Candice, listen to Dice Funk Starling. Caradwin, conduit of crushing on Austin in a respectful, non-horny way. The best gift you can give. Charlie Chalkley, charitably chomped a chunky cheese of Chinese you chocolate. You said cheese instead of chunk. Chunk. Were there, was there no cheese in this entire thing? Did I hallucinate the word cheese? Yes, you really did. What the fuck? Chunky chee- chunk of Chinese chocolate. Chloe the dog finds bone pile on her walk. Christmas. Dog Christmas. Chris, conduit of bad decisions walling. Christopher Charlow. Coho Blast. Cotton King. No, wait. Nope. That sounds like a villain in a thing. Mm-hmm. Colton King. Cat- conduit of cat beef. <laughs> Cordelia is a snake on a plane. Oh my god. Cordelia is a tool with dude. Have we not made Snake on a Plane? It's the whole nope, season. No, but we're going to do it now. We're stealing it. Coram has heard the phrase Barbie hive mind and cannot unhear it. <laughs> Counterfeit. <laughs> Cuc- <laughs> Cucumber. Dandy snuff. Daniel Marsden, conduit of unnecessary consonants. Daria, go freaking right. Dawning Frost. Deathworm Jim, rolling two crits for the new year. Decibel. Declan Sands. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. DM Tao. Now I have to deal with player shenanigans. Don Johnston. Dorian, conduit of devotion. Doro. Dr. Izix. Dragon Nexus. Dylan and Rylan are dialing and Rylan the dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning also dishes. <laughs> Dylan, conduit of goblin pants. <laughs> oh no, Ebrin's 2020. Maybe this decade I'll be happy. Hey, Ebrin. Maybe not. <laughs> you could it's your problem. <laughs> you read ahead. You shouldn't have read ahead. You, you... I didn't read ahead. Einar J. Ecorn. Elder Dog. The reason I was giggling was because that was a relatable name. By the way, Elderly Goose, kind of doing the best I can in 2020. Eleanor Nonante sees Periton, Horned Vampire Lady with Depression. Aline! Elizabeth Jackalope. 
Elusive Lily. Emma, happy holidays for me and Moose. Moose is a whole moose. I've decided nobody can stop me. And Diego Vandane. Erwin Lelagadek. Fair Majesty Empress Quinn offers fair warmest yuletide greetings. Filmquisition. Florian H. Francois Arsenal. Frank Sands. For a second, I misread this one. Furry scum infecting the credits <laughs> prison. I, Damn. You know what? That's on me. Scum is a perfectly innocent word, and it should not be uh, stigmatized. Scum is fine. <laughs> Gardener Minshew 2 Electric Boogaloo. Ginger beers. Grapefruit juice. Grape. No, that's another one. Graffiti, conduit of rhetorical solutions. GSV underscore lasting damage. Halju. Harley the floral cat. Harry, Dice Funk, the best allies. Hey guys, it's Ashley. He's a good Brent, dogs. His dick's smaller than my toes. I'd rather ride Squidward nose. I need to listen to that song. <laughs> Just lowercase, not even capitalized. The name is Horny for Drama. <laughs> How do I make friends? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. Ingmar Gremmen. Oh shit. It's Janiac's birthday cash gratefully received for Lego and new whips. <laughs> I don't know why, but I didn't, it took me a second to realize there weren't Lego whips. That's nothing. Oh, God. There's no such thing as a That's Lego torture. whip. That's torture. It's your boy, H.P. Lovecraft, back with the fish people. JK. Jaden. James Neely. Jasper, New Year, Old Me. J. Logan, Conduit of Queerness, Mage of Life. Jayish Wizard, the Wizard of Jay. Jealous Goddess Cosplay. Jen. Jenny Colby. Jess Feget, Conduit of Veggies. Do you think her name is Veggie, like veggies, and you fucked it up again? Using co- using context clues and a kind of uh, Return to the Obra Dinn style investigation, I have determined that's probably Jess Veggie. Fuck. Jingle yams, jingle yams, jingle all the yams. <laughs> Joanna the Wrench Witch. John Carey, not that one. John Potts. John Barnett, conduit of pillows. John, conduit of subpar joke names. Josie, vengeance paladin rebooted, avenger of Bigfoots. Wait, did you kill Bigfoot? I don't know. I don't think so. Somebody (laughs) else could have. It's not always my fault. It usually is. (laughs) Julian Phillips, conduit of Kaizen. Just a jester. Jesse, conduit of personal growth in 2020. I don't know what that voice is. <laughs> Caster UK. Kate, conduit of holiday-themed regret. Kiefer Lowe. Kelly wishes that she remembered to change her name in time for Dice F. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we Dice can't F. figure out what the well, F is supposed to be. I don't know what the be. rest of that was. Keller Automat. Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Kentaroy. Killer Cotton Shiznu. <laughs> Can he shiz go- new. Huh? Shiz no. I should shiz new. I don't know, man. Kaniku fan was accidentally horny this Xmas. Sorry, Austin. You know what? At least you're big enough to own up to it. We can all improve and not be horny oh in 2020. God. Kitty Foe, warm snoring burrito under your dresser, just out of reach. Oh, that's kind of cute. It's just <laughs> Carito Prime, eater <laughs> eater of bussy. Watch out, Austin. <laughs> Why can't people just leave my bussy alone? <laughs> Christina, conduit of Nifix needing a hug itself. Where were you three arcs ago, Christina? <laughs> Criterion, <laughs> conduit of Smooth Mario. I forgot about Smooth Mario. 
Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwin fan club. Lady Misfit, Dino Fact. Many dinosaurs were good parents and nest builders. That is I a, did learn that before. That's, that's a fun dino fact. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Laura! Wait. What the hit. fuck? Larry, <laughs> Larry Yelling Man. Lars. Oh, mm, Lars mm. O'Nerth. Lauren's mom's duck conduit of Austin's dirty mind. I don't. Oh, I, I did say furry scum in my. Yeah, you know what? In, in hindsight, you got me in this one. Lauren Cates eats Holly Coker Zog. Holly Finn and Eric Coker in a Bozog. <laughs> Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. Luther, the conduit of a button quail in a pear tree. MacLode, conduit of perpetual haunt. Mm-hmm. MacLode, we just talked about this. Manticore, Death Lord. <laughs> You're really trying to stand up for all the horny people out there, huh? The Cult of Gorfinex! Master Zemnohort. I'm not even that horny, but you're so rude. <laughs> Matheo Zanake? I tried. Math Tiger says there's a 43.47% chance that Moose is a human. I think Math Tiger is Moose now. Oh, fuck. The conspiracy deepens. Matt, Matt Collier! Oh, God. Matt Lackett is enjoying some sleeping games. Self-care is hard. But not as hard as the other people in these credits. They're so <laughs> turgid. Matthew, listen to Dice Funkin' Nearest Gum Schultz. I just don't get enough chances to use the word turgid, honestly. Stop it. Maximum side <laughs> boob X. Two turtle doves and a side boob in a parachute tree. Is that five? In a parachute? Ten? Pear tree. What's X? In Roman numerals, I don't remember. It's it's just they had two different things they wanted to put in there, and they combined them. Whatever. Mashing <laughs> up screaming internally. Melbent. Mayor of Stone, conqueror of mountains, harbinger of glory, forerunner. You were using the Cordelia voice. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. I'm a grown-up. Merry Flowers! Merry Christmas to Paco, the coolest shark in Denmark. Aw, Michael Hall. Midlife stasis, conduit of inevitability. Mike draws you in a checkered gingham dress and army boots. Thank you. Miko from Finland. Miles, conduit of passing from credits into a one-shot as an- One-shot. One-shot as an (laughs) ocelot. Modified Matthew. I just got an idea for a one-shot set in one shop. Hold on. Shut up. Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, I'm on that wild shit today. <laughs> Mr. Willie Phoenix, Steven, Lesbian, Seagull, Pooh Bear, Shaker. Do I get that every time? I've gotten it a couple times. Namita Aneskin's Conduit of Error. Nathaniel Holman. New Man Jack. New Year, New Michael Minkler. New Year, New Titties for my dog. <laughs> new Year, New Dice Goblin. <laughs> Hold on, we're just going to skip over that? What is that? Uh-huh. We don't need to address it. <laughs> okay. New Year, Same Otter. Nicholas Dominic. The otters are perfect. They don't need to change. Nick. Yeah. Nick Thetford, conduit of face sitting. Oh, my. Nick. we, no, no one's listening to me. Everyone's coming after my bussy. There's no way to contain the horniness. Nick Thetford, conduit of face. Wait. Nicole, Nicole Woodruff. Woodruff. <laughs> come on. Nipple rats belly dancing to the milkshake song? That one's on us. We did come up with nipple rats. I can't blame this person. Mm. Not so transient needs a new profile name, passerby. Not a doctor, Stuart Gray. Pae Robsherg. Pangolin. Patrick Babcock. Patrick Williams. Please check my webcomic, ruinousfortune.com. Do it. Pocket Sundial. <laughs> Do it. Preston yeah. Bowers. Do it. Brett Hellcup. Do it. Puck, conduit <laughs> of trying so hard that you ruin it. But festive. Do it. Empire Psychotic got plump chunk. Do it. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably stop. already old, but I love doing it. I love yes, doing it. Yes, read that one. 
Quantum Materia, Materia, it's not, I mean, I bet it means something in French, but it's just. Quantum Materia, Materia, Marmota, Monaxi, Marmota, Monax, Materia, Pos. Ooh, look at me. I know how to speak words in languages. Rain falls me. Oh, that's a good cut. Rain falls mainly on the plain. Zookus. The rain in Spain falls mainly in the plain. Okay. Razumi Yazura. Remsiv. Robert Chisholm, conduit of not achieving my New Year's resolution. It's been two days. Was it not to jack it and you jacked it? <laughs> Robert Tuthill. <laughs> S. Kearney. Goblin of the Year 2019. Damn, that was a fierce competition, too, so congratulations. Yeah. Salad Child. Sean Lyons Burke, conduit of New Year, new credits name. Simmons Card. Kermblurp. Simmons, conduit of harder slatty. Sergeant Rattlebones, another year of skeleton <laughs> warfare. Will it ever end? Shane Sedgwick. <laughs> Shane Ware, conduit of hedonistic pansexual polyamorous switches. Simon Lee, conduit of, of Jonathan Off-Road Rules, lovely chungus. We need to leave Jonathan Off-Road Rules alone. The man suffers so much. Sin Milk Tom. Cinnamon, conduit of good vibes. Sir Octopus, conduit of chivalrous cephalopods. Something something username. Damn, really knocked it out of the park this year. <laughs> Sovereign, conduit of making up for bad dads. Spaghetto cut out caffeine and can now feel tired again. Good luck, Spaghetto. It's tough out there. Spinel did nothing wrong. Mm, I don't know. Sporeman Zero! Steven L- Stephen Lund votes for fedora-clad Ver- I don't know what that word is. Verun? BB- oh, big- that's a big bad evil, BBE, on Dice Funk next season. Did I you don't just know what- roll the R on that? Which one? Verun? Verun! I don't know. I bet but it's Do you a- know what you're doing? What? <laughs> I know, I'm just ripping you. <laughs> I'm killing you right now with words. Everyone, be, 2020, be nice to Austin. Oh, well, Steven Martinez, protector of Austin's pussy. Get in here, Steven. <laughs> Don't get in there. How can you protect it? <laughs> Not in the pussy, in here, into the fight. <laughs> We're losing the plot. Sweet dreams are made of these. <laughs> Who am I to disagree? Sydney Marzing. Tabitha Spokes. Tales of Inquiry. Terraflops. Terezi Pyrope. Pyrope? Pyrope. Transing June Egbert. Thanks, Austin. Great show. Oh, I thought you were thanking me for, <laughs> for the pronunciation. <laughs> I was like, I know that's a homestuck thing, but I didn't. Okay. The murderous mongoose who's secretly standing behind you. The precursor. Toby Gleason Stack. Tom Bowers. Trees, they are us. Trevor S. the Goblin Teacher. Shyness. Universal Toby. Victoria Melito, conduit of quietness. William Vinky or Wilgen Vinky. Let me know later. Wise Guru, we will forget Vinky. Zephasaurus. Zoltar, the Viking death metal caterpillar, conduit of retribution. Do it. Hell yeah! Do Hell it. yeah! Under 30 minutes, we did it. It's a world Speed record. Speedrun! Speedrun! Yep. Uh, so remember, patreon.com slash Austinorski is how you get on that list. Patreon.com slash Laura K. Buzz is how you support her. Patreon. Weekly Monga Recap! Weekly Monga Recap is him and uh, him. You know him. Uh, Patreon.com slash of horse is Conrad. 
Lauren, Lauren, where are you? Lauren, Rogalicious, R-A-W-R-G-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. Just click the link. Austin will give it to you. Yeah, links are all in the description. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, rate, everything. And I just want to thank everybody for real, non-bussy-related non, uh, thought <laughs> announcement, a non-bussy-related announcement. I want to say a big thanks to everybody who supported us in 2019. Oh, yes. And we're happy to have you here for the new year. Um, if you're if you follow the show, you probably already know. But people listening 15 years from now, when we're an international smash sensation, I had to go on Twitter and beg for someone in my family not to die. So that's a fun thing about doing this show, and that sent me back like two months of Patreon. So it's been tough out there, and I just want to say, help, help in Austin. I'm moving. Help a me. Mm-hmm. Laura's Laura. Help a Laura. Yeah, we all need it. But literally, if your name is on that list, you saved a human life. So you can feel yeah. pretty good about that. That's a literal thing that happened last You feed month. Austin lettuce. <laughs> and also, my lettuce budget is out of control. <laughs> You're an absolute lettuce addict, you madman. <laughs> Are we going to end on that? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Are you ready? <laughs>